I haven't been really sore for three months because this is smart training. My periodization in my training is built upon reps until six. So I don't go higher than six reps. Yo Gorillas, welcome to the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gorilla Nation. My name is Phil and today's guest is the Dutch calisthenics beast, Bar Brothers athlete from the Netherlands. I'm super happy to welcome you to the show, Badreddin. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. I know Gorilla Nation has great athletes who can join uh, the podcast, so I'm, uh, I'm uh, very uh, thankful to be here. That's super cool. I'm also really happy that uh, we made it. And uh, maybe I can just talk about and tell the people the, the small story that uh, that uh, we have. Like, I don't, you don't even know it, but uh, like we follow you already since a lot of years. So uh, like, I think uh, already since, since I don't know, maybe 2017, 18, something. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like mainly because you have like a really, really inspiring physique. Uh, you have like a really cool uh, lifestyle that uh, also inspires me with the uh, ice bath and uh, all these uh, like things that are really impressive and uh, I think it was in November 2019 that you've been to the calisthenics cup in the Netherlands um, and you've done like uh, I, I've just seen your numbers and I was like oh damn this is like damn it's not only like a strong physique but it's also like somebody who's really really strong uh, we will just uh, fade in the the numbers here but I think it was 26 dips with uh, 48 kg and it was a mix mixture between like really strong um, weighted numbers but also like endurance so uh, I was at this time I was already thinking yeah it would be really cool to to interview this guy and to learn about um, how you how you combine and uh, how you become this like complete athlete so yeah uh, we finally made it big thanks already uh, for taking the time and i'm really looking forward to jump into this interview yeah me too so uh, yeah um maybe let's just start with uh, the question that's already uh, like always super super interesting um how did you get in touch with the sport how did you discover calisthenics so yeah, it's, it's a way back. Uh, if you've been following me from uh, 2018, 19, before that, um, I was already doing calisthenics for four, almost five years. And I started actually in the gym. I did fitness for a year. And then after a year, I found out, um, is this it? You know, I was already uh, very buff for one year of training. So I saw potential. And then I came along a good friend of mine um, now, uh, and he introduced me to calisthenics, actually. He was still is part of Bar Brothers and was back in the day called Bar Brothers Netherlands. Mm -hmm. And we had a great team and a YouTube channel back in the day. So they introduced me to this sport and I quickly saw my potential, actually. Um, and they, they were amazed as well how fast I progressed in calisthenics. So from then I was kind of uh, in love with the sport. Um, and as a kid, I all already loved doing push-ups, pull-ups, sit-ups. It was, it was basic stuff for me. I saw it in movies, in, in action movies from Arnold, Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, it's, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, these names you might know. And uh, yeah, and then I came along Ivan Marchioli. He came to the Netherlands. Ivan Marchioli is well known for his muscle ups. And uh, I saw physiques from Lazar, uh, Dushan, and some other athletes uh, back in the day. Um, 
And uh, I was like, uh, is this possible with calisthenics? And I got so inspired. And after a couple of months doing calisthenics, I saw the, the, the real gains come. Uh, they came uh, and it was different gains than fitness gains, actually, uh, because it's combined with um, way more challenging mentally. It was way challenging, uh, more challenging for me. And that's, that, that was very addictive for me. So, uh, yeah. Oh, so was it the, the physique, uh, of, the, of these guys that you just named that uh, pulled you and got you addicted to the sport or was it the performance or what was it? What made you want to start? Um, because of the beginning years, it's, it's very, uh, normal to, to, when you see it as a young guy, I was 16, 17. Uh, somebody usually starts to change their body. That's where it starts, mm -hmm. and then and then the mindset uh, mindset shift came. And um, after maybe uh, a year or something, I saw I looked into Bar Brothers and I spoke with Ivan, and then I saw uh, that it's not really about the physique. It's it's of course a tool to inspire people, but it's actually about the mindset and. Um, Yeah, I, I think it's beautiful to inspire people. Uh, that was always the main is the main goal of Bar Brothers, and um, yeah, that's that that was my it's my why changed in along the way. My why changed in in um, in inspiring people and uh, more people joining the community and more people joining calisthenics training um, instead of just focusing on the physique. And of course, training your physique is is, uh, is challenging as well. But you have to. Uh, I think working out is a great way to challenge yourself mentally. Uh, yeah, it's overall known that it's it's a great way to challenge yourself mentally. True. And as I can see from from social media, at least uh, you're a big fan of challenges. Uh, this is why you compete in in like competitions, but you also uh, challenge yourself, I guess, with uh, with as I said, like the the ice uh, ice bathing. And uh, maybe you can tell us like about your your mindset a little. Uh, your have you always always been like a competitive person? Have you always been like fo focusing on, on on competition? Yeah, I think. Um, I think as a, as a little kid, uh, I really liked to be challenged and to join challenges. And, um, and I couldn't, re I didn't like losing. So that's, that's uh, right now, I, I, I know how to handle the losing better than back in the day. But uh, I, get, I used to get really mad when I lost, even in, in like simple gym uh, uh, challenges on school. Simple stuff like that, and I, I I truly knew this this isn't my what I can do, you know. So I kept I kept improving, improving, and didn't share a lot with the people actually how I trained. But I was like in the background, I was working, 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 and it was never enough. Still now, right? it's, it's it's still not enough. I'm I'm blessed, of course, and I'm thankful, but I'm still very hungry after seven eight years now. So yeah. And are you more like a silent worker? Because uh, I think, I, I mean, you're not inactive on social media, but you you don't share every workout, right? Or like, um, yeah. how, how uh, do you do it? Yeah, people might might know where I come from because when I work out, I'm in the zone. So every uh, camera, 
people who talk can be a distraction at some days. Now I know how to handle it. I just place the camera there or I ask somebody to record. But it was a, it was a long process to get used to that because I, I, I needed 100, 2000% of focus for the training. That's how I saw the best results. And if you ask many people the best workouts, they usually get have them uh, alone. You know, the, you versus you, it's usually like this. And um, yeah, and then uh, um, along the way, it wasn't about me anymore. You know, you, you see, you inspire people. So that shift, it was a mindset, uh, mind, uh, mindset shift to understand that if you record, it will inspire people. Even if it is a simple story that you're walking out, people will see and they will join. And that was a great mindset uh, shift for me to just uh, stay active, even though I have some breaks, um, but I try to stay active. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, yeah, can you tell us about what you're working on right now? Like um, what I would be also interested in, I see the 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 previous days you you uh, you lo uploaded like um like i think it was five reps of 70 kg pull-ups uh and uh, like today you uploaded your extremely heavy dip how how many kg was that uh, was it yeah it was 152 and a half kilogram wow but it's uh, it's it's not my max um it's it's just a show it was a little update you know mm -hmm. just show where i'm at But it's, it's not even close to where I will be in a couple of months. Uh, I've been working on pure strength. That's the difference. Yeah. So um, right now is the perfect example. When you focus on one thing, you get super, super good at that one thing. So if I combine strength with endurance right now, my strength might be uh, not as good as my, uh, how do you say, it will go down because mm -hmm. you don't train specific strength anymore so you have to find blocks where you focus on certain parts like my skills i haven't touched skills in a while because my priority is strength right now so i'm um, i'm actually working to a higher one rep max actually and um yeah it's it's uh, it's on the dips on the pull-ups and on the chin-ups and then i have a lot of side work exercises who support the these three exercises actually How long is like one of these blocks? Um, because as you said, like you have strength, you have endurance and skills. Is it like these three three blocks that you have? Yeah, yeah. Usually it's it's endurance, strength, uh, skills, and then you have flexibility, mobility as well. Yeah. Um, because that was uh, still is uh, one of my weakest points. Uh, because uh, you're so addicted to. Um, to making progress, but actually the real progress when you are experienced athletes is in these smaller things like flexibility, mobility. You can weigh, you can, uh, this is a way to get strength from a different, uh, like especially chin-ups. My mobility was right here with my chin-ups. So I changed my mobility to get to here and my chin-ups went up because I worked on my uh, wrist mobility as an example and my pull-ups as well. Um, Uh, my dips as well so i focus on technique i focus on strengthening my shoulders actually with with bands and stuff so my dips went up crazy because i i found ways to kind of hex in the system to work on the ex to get stronger in these exercises by not working on the exercise itself 
That's super interesting. Um, how, how do you find these weak links? Like, um, how do you, do you film yourself? Do you hire a coach? Like what's the, what's the best oh, no. thing? Um, actually, when you have a coach, um, that, that can be a game changer, especially for beginners. When you have a good coach, it will fasten your progress uh, a lot. Some people do push-ups, for example, wrong for years. And they, then they stumble upon a, someone who taught them the right way or teach them the right way. And they, they make insane progress in these next months because they do the exercise right. So um, I live together with a physiotherapist, which helps a lot. Is a good friend of mine. <laughs> lucky so that, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very lucky, but that explains um, these hacks. And he can just see imbalances by looking at you. How is your posture? How uh, we analyze movements? Uh, how, uh, where are you at now? How do you train? Do you train specific on exercises or um, you might need a new exercise to improve? Because usually... When you're, uh, I was at under 35 kilogram dip and that was kind of a plateau for me. Then I found out uh, there are ways to get stronger in dips by just focusing on strength only. The stronger athletes you see in calisthenics, um, they are super strong in these, um, uh, like uh, this one guy, Russian guy, I think uh, it's Matthew. Matthew is lat, it's insane. Under Well, I, I saw his podcast. He explains that um, uh, he's just focusing on two or three exercises. That's it. Yeah. That's it. He's just doing that and he's killing it. Why? Because he's so consistent with these three exercises. I know he can do one-arm pull-ups, front levers, stuff like that, uh, which is a byproduct of these insane weighted numbers. But you never see him do endurance because it might fuck up with his, his progress in his strength. Because your, your system is built like that. Uh, so I saw that. I've been focusing on strength for three months consistently. Before Ramadan, I started. I saw an uh, opportunity to join a one rep max competition. So I started training three months ago. Then Ramadan came. I thought I my progress went down. No, my progress went up. I saw a way in Ramadan by training two hours before breaking the fast. Uh, it improves... Uh, Uh, how do you say uh, ketosis you, you come in a ketosis state uh, you know keto from ketosis uh, diet it's a thing in your brain uh, and HGH it's human growth hormone which, which you stimulate by big amount of percentages when you fast it's just shown in studies so I found that way which helps and then now I'm a month I think past uh, Ramadan And my, my gains went insanely up. It's, it's insane. And it's just the beginning. Yeah, it's just the beginning. So, yeah, right now, specific training on strength. And I see great results, actually. When I leave the, the other stuff, like endurance skills, I leave behind. I focus on strength. And now uh, the, the real gains start, uh, like the game change. Like, this is the game changer for me. You focus on one thing a lot, and then you get insanely uh, good. Um, of course, you need good genetics. To, uh, to get better in certain uh, movements. Uh, but when you found out your strong points and you focus on that, you get insane. Mm -hmm. Super interesting. Uh, I think I asked you, like, how long is one block for you? How many months? Um, do you already have a plan for that? Or will you just uh, continue until you feel that you don't make progress anymore? 
Yeah, yeah. It 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 has to stay uh, challenging for me, and uh, I have to keep seeing results. So, for me, I used to I have uh, blocks of uh, focusing on like for example now strength. When I get boring with strength, then uh, I think I will do some push-up challenge or something. Mm-hmm. But I have next actually never focused on. Uh, bringing my push-up to a certain number or whatever, so that's a whole new world. Like I, I can, I can open and focus on that for for a while. So coming back to your question, a block can consist of, uh, let's say, at least three, three weeks, like at least three weeks to to two, two months, something like that, to two months. Uh, I saw this block. I saw the real gains after like two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's that's because I've been training all around, as you as you know, I've been training endurance, strength, physique, uh, hypertrophy, which is way different than strength. You know, is is a different uh, game, and you get soreness. I haven't been really sore for three months because this is smart training. My periodization in my training is built upon reps until six. So I don't go higher than six reps. So if I go up, I've, I've just tested it. I do sets with weighted pull-ups above six reps. I get sore the next day, really sore. So I found six reps is the max for me to train strength, to improve on strength and not get sore. So it's ideal, actually. You can just I make sure uh, I don't train uh, more uh, days than four times a week, actually. So uh, it's not you can't really train six or seven days a week. Uh, on this uh, level of uh, of strength you can't it's just not ideal mm-hmm. because i would be like you talked about matthew uh, which was also really like a really inspiring interview for a lot of people and uh, i think his training approach is like really uh yeah inspiring uh whether yeah. you like it or you don't uh, i would be interested in your opinion and uh, like uh, about his his injury you know like maybe he uh, like i think you saw that he um uh like ripped his uh, biceps tears his biceps uh, tendon uh, like yeah. a few weeks ago um and i like i would be interested in your opinion about training like maybe not on the specific case of matthew now but the um the the approach of training only few exercises but train them really regularly because um the 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 disadvantage that could appear is that the body um like doesn't get enough rest and uh, is is like too much stress too much stress on the body because the, it's always the yeah. same exercise what, yeah. what's your opinion yeah. on that my opinion is that i talked about side work exercises so i really wasn't about my about side work exercises until i met a good friend of mine. Uh, my roommate actually is a physio- physiotherapist. He taught me that if I don't do these side work exercises, yes, I will get inju- injuries, insane injuries in my sternum. I had a sternum injury for two years. Insane. I have to pop like, you know, these pops in your sternum yeah. or front shoulder pain, stuff like that. Bicep pain in chin-ups. I don't have these pains anymore. Why? Because I'm two to three hours uh, on each training. My sessions are two to three hours uh, per training session. That's because after my training session, I have to work on the side work exercises. 
So this is a whole way of thinking next level. You have to recover. You have to uh, see your training, um, uh, your, your recovery as important as your training itself. So if you don't focus on your recovery exercise and your recovery, your sleep, your nutrition, your water, you won't get to the next level. It's a full circle. It has to be 100% on everything. That's why I'm talking about going to the next level to insane levels. But if you're a regular guy just working out, just do your thing. But even on that, you can just find improvements in these uh, uh, things like sleep um, and, and sidewalk exercises. So sidewalk exercises are built on, on uh, the movement, specific movements like the dip, the pull-up, and the chin-up. Okay. Maybe we can go through these uh, categories that you just mentioned. Uh, I know uh, sleep was one of them, nutrition, uh, water, like maybe we can go e through each one of them and sure. maybe you can give some general advice that you would recommend to somebody uh, like listening. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah, let's start with sleep, for example. Okay. Um, I have an Apple Watch, which, which uh, shows me that I slept... Um, good deep hours of rest, so good sleep. Um, my minimum is at least seven hours. If you're training every week consistently for at least three or four times, you need seven hours. Maybe you can, um, maybe you can, you have five hours, but that stuff is just not healthy and optimal, right? So seven hours is the minimum. For me, I sleep every night eight and a half to nine hours, sometimes even longer. So you can imagine sleep has, um, has effects on your testosterone for male, males. Insane, insane. Sleep is the most underrated thing. Sleep is what, what athletes has to fo focus on. If you fix your sleep, usually stuff around uh, your training will improve immensely. If you have sleep problems, attack the problem. Sometimes I know you have private things, you have work, you can't really, uh, but there's still choices. Like you choose for the job, there's still choices. So I, I have a cho I've made a choice. I work from home. So I can build a routine to improve my sleep. So I build a routine to improve my sleep to go um, and not to bed later than 12 p.m. or something, you know? Don't go later. If you go later, you fuck up your sleep, you fuck up your training. You fuck up your training, you fuck up your goals, you fuck up your <laughs> uh, results, you know? And at the end, I train for these results because I'm competing. So I have to beat these guys eventually. So that's how I think. The night before, uh, I make sure uh, I have both a routine to uh, improve my sleep. If I uh, don't stick to that routine, or find a way to improve my sleep, then it's actually uh, not uh, the sleep I have to focus on, but the, the routines before. It's, it's, it's a whole, uh, it's, it's all part of the process, finding what works best for you. Super interesting. Um, yeah, super, super nice. Like, uh, that's super cool. Also, like, um, in these days, like, uh, especially a lot of people are saying, yeah, uh, I don't know, hustle, you have to hustle, uh, like sleep is waste of time. Also, like this quote from uh, Schwarzenegger, like back in the days, um, that's like, you just have to sleep uh, faster, like six hours is enough. Like there are a lot of um, opinions uh, flying around. This is why I'm super interested in, 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 in your advice and uh, in your experience that you feel like a big 
boost through sleep. Um, yes. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. The I I know the six hour or the five hour and stuff like this. Um, I don't know how these guys do this, but maybe it's genetics. Maybe it's your body getting used to five or six hours. And maybe these guys, when they sleep five or six hours, they have insanely good deep sleep. So have, they have phases in their sleep where they uh, get more advantage, more recovery than somebody who sleeps 10 hours and one hour of deep sleep. So yeah. it's, it's, it's so different per person. I can't really say that six hours is bad, but I take seven hours and it's a, literally a minimum, minimum for people who work out a lot. It's like a minimum. Yeah. And I think I, I have read or my roommate have read, has read um, uh, studies about sleep and yeah, it's, it's been studied. It's, it's known, well known that it's very important. And people who overwork and do less hours, <laughs> when you speak to them, most of these guys, they end up in burnouts or any other mental problems. They would say maybe it's a sacrifice. It is a sacrifice on your health, actually. You sacrifice your sleep, you sacrifice your health, that's it. But it's a choice. I'm just looking at the optimal way to, to improve uh, overall health and fitness. Yeah. yeah, and there are like factors that we didn't consider now. For example, women need more sleep than, uh, than, than men. Uh, this is like uh, something that has to be considered. And as you'd like talked about uh, quality of sleep, uh, I think I read like a book where it was also mentioned that uh, if the body is so intelligent and so sensitive while sleeping, that if you sleep and there is like a, just a little light on your foot, for example, that you don't get into deep uh, sleep as bad, uh, as good as you, if you would be in like a, a completely dark room. So like sleeping in a completely dark room uh, and like, uh, there are different things that you can improve, uh, like the, the air, like the humidity, et cetera, et cetera, um, that can improve this uh, quality of sleep. So, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I sleep close to a window, but uh, the curtains are always closed. Um, sleeping hygiene is very important. Um, staying hydrated before you sleep uh, is very important. Building a routine, as I said, preparing your mind to get uh, to sleep, putting your phone away, very important. These, these, these things are so basic for me, yeah. uh, but not for a lot of people. They can improve their sleep by just these things, putting the loud light down, having, of course, the sound, but you don't, I will live in close to the city. Usually I have these sounds, but eventually you get used to it, living in the city actually. But the ideal way is getting the dark, uh, the, the, the room dark as possible your brain knows when it's light like these um, your brain knows when it's light when you wake up you need as much sunlight because it sends a signal to your brain to wake up to get energized when you sleep it's the same it has to be dark your brain works like, like that so having talked about sleep, which is uh, something super uh, interesting and important for you, we can uh, go to the next topic of your routine, of your uh, like just lifestyle. Um, and one thing that you just, uh, just said, like was hydration, water. Um, what can you tell us about that? Um, you have this minimum of two liters a day uh, of water for a healthy man, I think. A regular man has to drink at least two liters, but um, 
it may differ per person. Some people drink one and a half liter, one liters, but it's different when you work out. You need you lose way more than um, than a regular person on an office job, maybe, or with a less active lifestyle. Um, for me, I need three to four liters. It sounds a lot, but I drink three to four liters. I really need it. And you see insane results in, in skin, in energy levels. Um, um, and I'm fasting right now. It's, it's like 4 p.m. and I'm fasting actually. And I steal my hunger by drinking water, which helps a lot. So, uh, and I drink coffee, so it dehydrates. So I have to keep up with my water intake. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a it's a very different per it's very different per person how much liters uh, of water you need. You can test it out, and what is realistic for yourself to drink, you know. And I have a big, I would say, uh, the stuff in your body where the pee goes in. It's very large, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, the, <laughs> the organ where your pee goes and, you know, for mine is very big so I can store a lot of pee and actually wait with peeing. But a lot of people, they really have to uh, go to the toilet every 50 minutes and you see women all the time. They don't drink a lot because they, it's for them, it's annoying to, to find the toilet for us. We can do, uh, we can do our, uh, peeing everywhere we want, every tree we want. So, uh, it's um, yeah, it's, it's it's really looking what what works for you. Uh, most athletes, I I really recommend uh, two and a half to three. Like if you train three four times a week, just test it out, uh, see how your body works. Sometimes it takes some days to get used to uh, more water in your system uh, because um, especially people who are, have struggles with gaining weight. Um, uh, drinking water fills you up so you can eat less and if you can eat less then um, yeah you can gain weight and if you want to gain a- weight then m- you might drink a lot of water so it's, it's you can go endless you have to look at an individual there's no certain perfect leaders I just look at ranges uh, ranges of drinking water normal person two liters Somebody who works out uh, two and a half to three, maybe, maybe four. I hear some people who drink five, but I think, I think, or they do a lot of cardio, or um, um, they they just need it. I don't know, or work out seven to ten times a week, like pro soccer players. They train almost every day. If you ask them how much water do you drink, usually it's it's maybe four or five liters. So it depends on what sport you do, how much you lose in, in sweating. And for me, I, I am doing pure strength now. I need less water actually than I did in the park. So when I train endurance, I sweat more. I really need a lot. And right now it's, it's just chilling. I do a set. I rest for three to four minutes and uh, I do the set again. So it's like really chill training now. Yeah. What's your opinion on sweetened uh, drinks? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's actually great to to lose weight, especially um, uh, cola zero, Coke zero. Um, I know there's aspartame, you know these these bad things, but I think it's you need a huge amount to has to have. To make it have uh, insane bad effects on your body, that's what I think. 
Uh, I've seen it as a great tool to, to lose weight, to still your hunger, to drink zero calorie drinks. Um, for pre-workouts, I use coffee. So uh, yeah, that's, that's my, might be interesting to know. I just drink coffee in the morning and before workout. Sometimes I forget my coffee before workout, it's no problem. Sometimes I forget my headphones in the workouts, no problem. It's just all tools, you know, to to uh, to uh, to reach your goals. Yeah, and you shouldn't get dependent on them, I guess. So uh, I yeah. think there are people who always drink a Red Bull before a workout, or like that always. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, um, if if a routine can always also be like a prison. That's maybe like a thought that I want to uh, bring into this uh, uh, thing here, into this com conversation, because it's really good if you have like a, a routine where which supports you and which brings you like to more performance, to more happiness in life and structure. But you should always, um, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't get dependent on it and you shouldn't uh, fall into a deep depression if you don't get your um, coffee uh, in the morning. Uh, and I see that for a lot of people who are like super dependent on coffee. Yeah, yeah they're, they are actually addicted. So they're, they're basically uh, junkies, you know, uh, they're, they're like drug addiction, drug addiction because caffeine is a drug. And uh, if you're addicted to coffee, you're actually addicted to uh, to a drug that's it and uh, i just like the taste um but i i feel after drinking coffee i have to keep drinking sipping water because coffee dehydrates and dehydration leads to many bad things actually your body is how much percent above 90 percent made of made of uh, liquid water so you you have to adjust yeah well sure um Yeah, coming to the next uh, topic of, uh, of your uh, routine, the next part, um, let's talk about nutrition. And especially I would be super interested in about, about your style of fasting uh, because you said that you uh, don't, like you didn't eat uh, today or that you're still fasting. So maybe you can tell us more about your nutrition. Yeah, um, I'm a fair believer of um, getting to know your body throughout the years. Um, that's that's like the main key to to getting uh, at your best, getting to know your own body, because there's no perfect way to do a diet or whatever. I'm no fan of diets. My diet is everyone has a diet, but not uh, like written down and stuff. Mine mine is like a lifestyle, and intermittent fasting is a way to of my lifestyle. It's just a part of my lifestyle. So for me. Um, um, fasting is a tool to lose weight and to have more focus in the morning. So I have built up in the year. I've been fasting since 2018 or 19. So it's, it's a long time actually. But in the beginning, it's super hard for me to work, uh, to, to fast until 11. I was so hungry at, at 10 or 9. I was so hungry. I was like, I need food. I need food. But if you can still your hunger, yeah, then I think that's a great strength to build. If you can still your hunger, that's why, um, you know, the Ramadan, uh, Muslim do, I'm Muslim as well, so I do the Ramadan too. Um, I know Ramadan is more, uh, the, more about, it's about more than just fasting, of course. It's about uh, the belief and, and, uh, and, and more, getting closer to God, but about the fasting, 
there, there's actually great benefits, uh, great benefits to fasting um, if you do it at least 16 hours uh, a day. So eight hours window of eating, uh, 16 hours of fasting. Right now, I'm fasting actually for 18 hours. You have to find a sweet spot while fasting. What fits for you? You have to find a sweet spot. There's no perfect uh, hour uh, you have to eat or, or, or break your fast. You have to find the sweet spot for yourself. My sweet spot is between 16 and 18 hours. That's my sweet spot. And I have some days I just need breakfast. I, I really like, I really need egg whites or whatever to, to, uh, for my body. I just feels wrong to not eat. I'm not getting too hard for myself. I eat my breakfast the next day. I'm fine. I can fast again. But I also have blocks why, why I have a family stuff or I want to br eat breakfast with this person. You know, I have a social life as well. So I take time to eat breakfast. No problem. I'm no robot to do this every day. I just adjust, adapt, adjust. That's what I do. That's my lifestyle. It's, it's actually a great way to look at things. Uh, but it's very challenging to, um, to find. Some people will never find what fits for them. They keep sticking to some diets. They drop with the diets. You see a lot of people, they stick to a diet. They get shredded two months. They're super insane shape. And then they get insanely fat after this diet. They get like, you go extreme, you get extreme back. You know what I mean? So um, balance, I don't know. Right now, I don't really have balance, but I kind of have balance, you know. Um, so I have, uh, you need to find uh, the sweet spot. That's, that's all I can say. Fit what fits you, man. It's, it's a great uh, journey. It's a great journey to find out. And I also think it's like different, like as you said, it's different from person to person, uh, but it's also something where um, people, when they start, they are so motivated. They think they have to do it to an extreme and then they can't keep up, up the, the, the diet and the thing. So they... Um, they don't see that like adjusting because it, it took you years to become that like uh, that known to your body that uh, like just exp exploring your body and like developing this lifestyle and this routine. And um, yeah, that's something that you would recommend definitely to people as well to just listen to their body and to develop from, from year to year. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually haven't tested out many diets because I never, I'm never, never been a fan of dieting. Mm -hmm. um, it, it really didn't fit for me. But for some people, it's a great start to really uh, change their lifestyle, to change their nutrition. So it's not a really bad thing. But I don't think it's meant for uh, for a lot of people that diets just don't work. Um, you ju uh, a guidance would be way better. Mm -hmm. just a guidance somebody will go and guide you through a healthier lifestyle that would sounds way way better for me and for many people would, would work uh, better so somebody who really enjoys pizza and he, he just really needs needs pizza or or other delicious foods but this guy says you can't eat it you know because you have to lose weight he says it with a good reason because you want to lose weight and you have to stick to this program to eat but you want to get old and happy. What about that? You know, what about your uh, feeling about eating? You, you have to feel good. 
that's the whole other thing. It's not just about the body. It's about enjoying the whole lifestyle of getting healthy. So it's very important that uh, you keep enjoying your foods. And a way to like change the pizza is to make a pizza yourself, for example. You know, uh, make a healthier pizza. Um, that's a way, but uh, it's very hard to beat like the unhealthy pizzas. They're just the best. They're just the best. Yeah, or homemade, homemade pizza from an Italian grandmother or uh, or from my mother. You know, yeah. they're just the best. There's there's just no no question about it. Homemade food is very unbeatable. <laughs> True. But I just have to think about your comment on the Coke Zero or something like to still the hunger um, and maybe, uh, yeah, exploring the, the the possibilities that you have like for homemade um, calorie. Like there are so many. I see this on TikToks, you know, like uh, healthy burgers in 30 seconds, you know, like and then somebody shows a recipe or something. There are ways, but I I, I just have to support your um, your message that there is no better pizza than the unhealthy one but maybe you can find a solution for you that makes you happy yeah, maybe yeah. for some people it's no i i wasn't really fan of of of, uh, of, of vegan um uh, the the vegan diet and uh, the soya burgers and stuff like that uh, but i've i've tasted actually amazing vegan food and there are ways to uh, to to make um, um they look stuff the food looks unhealthy But you can make it healthy, uh, but it's just, it's just the spices and the way you make it. So there is many many ways, but again, you have to find uh, in nutrition a sweet spot of combining maybe unhealthy but unhealthy. If you can stick to healthy diet, please stick to it. But realistically, seeing, looking at most people I speak or see on YouTube, whatever, the main reason they can't stick to the diet because it's too extreme. It's it's way too extreme for many people. Yeah. So, something I didn't even ask you. How how old are you? I'm 25. 25. So I see like a lot of the athletes that I interview, but also a lot of people in the community. They say, yeah, I can eat whatever I want. Like workout is the most important thing, and they are 18, 19, 20, 21, um, and they feel like they can eat anything and still make progress and have like sure. insane insane results. What are your thoughts on that? Is it because of the age? Does it change? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. With Yeah. It, it has all to do with growth. So your hormones, your testosterone gets higher. So for a beginning, you know, it's insane. My little brother, uh, he has insane physique too. He has the same genetics. People accused this guy. He trained two months, but two months with, with me and with my friends train hardcore. It, you can change literally. Uh, your body in two months more than somebody who trains two years. That's how crazy, how fast something can go in a certain period of growth, of a certain period of age. Uh, some people, uh, they, they see insane growth when they're 14, you know? Like Matthew, I saw, I think, old videos of him, he was 15, 14, insanely strong, insanely strong. Why? Was I think that's 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 where he, he kept growing. That's how we saw like he, he kept getting stronger and, and better built. You know, that's the age. But for somebody, uh, it could be 18 or 19 where they get the growth. For me, uh, I think it was 16 or 17 where I started uh, fitness and I 
I gained uh, yeah about maybe 10 kilograms in a very short time. Very, but you're not shredded to shredded. You're just lean uh, or bulky, you know, uh, lean bulk. You know, you're kind of kind of fat and lean, uh, kind of lean. You're lean, but you're getting stronger. That's that's possible. You can be shredded. Yeah, well, actually, there's there are young athletes who are very shredded and they keep growing. That's the strange thing. You would say it's not possible, but I think it's possible because they're in their growth. It's insane what what growth does to your body and to your. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. It debunks every uh, scientific scientific thing about gaining muscle in a certain period. What's naturally possible? It debunks everything. But people with knowledge, I think, they understand that that if you're in a growth period when you're younger uh, years, that a lot of things are possible. You can grow uh, like ten centimeters in a year. It's possible. Why? I don't know. It's, it's your genetics. You can grow like from 180 to 190. You see these these things. You see these guys. You see them last year. They have grown insane. They haven't used anything. So it's insane how the body works. It's very different. That's true, and it's super individual. So yeah, uh, yeah super I, individual. Yeah, as you as you couldn't say. Yeah, you have to drink 2.27 liters per day because it's individual per person. It's the same for for nutrition. You know, you can't like vegan diet isn't good for everybody. Like um, yeah. there are people uh, who need a lot of protein for their lifestyle and for their goals, um, but they don't have, like they can't eat beans or they have like a soya um, exactly. in, intolerance or something. So it wouldn't be for them. You really, you really make your life harder than it should be. Like yeah. literally, yeah. So health-wise, it's definitely, um, yeah, you have to listen to your body, you have, you have to study it, you have to maybe invest into like a coach, like physiotherapist like you did, or like uh, look for a, for a physiotherapist on the street to become friend with, uh, or like you have to invest into a nutritionist or like, it depends. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very true. So uh, yeah, we've covered uh, sleep, uh, water, uh, nutrition. What else? Like, tell us some more uh, secrets uh, to to your one fifty two point five kg dip and like to these uh, crazy numbers and physique. Um, how do you say? Uh, what can I say? Well, the strength part is actually uh, uh, makes sense if I explain that. I haven't done anything besides strength these couple three months. That's what's my focus. So how I am built today um, in endurance, strength, uh, flexibility, uh, statics, everything is uh, the result of eight years of combining everything. Yeah. So right now my my focus is strength, but I see. Uh, uh, physical results as well because it's a uh, it's a different way of training so six reps is actually hypertrophy as well you know if you do um if you do 15 reps or 12 reps i would be sore like the next day that's uh, i want to explain that if you focus on strength for a while you can get sore when you uh, change your rep ranges so Maybe beginners, uh, when they stick too much to in a rep range of 10 to 12, like or 8 to 12, their hypertrophy, hypertrophy range, uh, which is well known, and you stick for that for a while, your body gets used to it. 
But if you train with me and you do 20 sets of eight to 12, you know, instead of three or four, I'm guaranteed you're going to grow or you're going to feel sore or whatever. Growth is not uh, parallel to, uh, we say, uh, to soreness. In some degree it is, but uh, I don't think uh, soreness, uh, if you're sore, it necessarily means you're growing. But uh, in my experience, usually uh, I grow if I get uh, a little bit sore, maybe. Maybe a little bit sore. Sometimes super sore when you do insane numbers like 1,000 push-ups in an hour, you know. Of course, the next day you're going to feel your chest. It's just... Uh, but I have no secret secrets. I, I believe there is, there are, uh, with every athlete, there are certain things they use, uh, not, not use in steroids, but um, uh, tricks or hacks with, uh, that, that works, works insane. So my tip to everybody, study as many athletes, preferably somebody who looks your same body, body type as you, study them, study their exercises, study their way of living, study the, the progress they make, study, uh, uh, look at the stories. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a great thing to get better yourself. Try these things, see if it works for you. You know, picking random workouts from, from YouTube, bullshit exercise, you will see a lot of routines. I try these exercises. I, make, I let a beginner try this. It makes no sense because there's no periodization in your training. You know, there's no way how you see progress. Um, I think there are general um, workouts that people can just take. Uh, you have mad bars, these apps. There are plenty of people who have seen amazing results with these apps or the system from the bar builders. They launch a big program. Uh, it has changed. I get still get people, they message me, look at my transformation. I follow the system, insane results. And there, there you have the haters or the people who tried it. And it's way too hard. You know, it's way too hard a program for them. But uh, you, you see, it's, it's very, very different. And um, yeah, it's, 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 again, a journey to find and learn about your body yourself. So observe, adjust. Uh, reflect and give yourself feedback record yourself learn that's 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 like maybe the secret learn keep learning keep learning keep adjusting find what works for you don't stop at this this guy uh, amazing uh, physique you look at him uh, i just copy his stuff and it doesn't work of course it doesn't work you you don't know anything about what he does or exactly what he does so it's, it's, it's very, it gets crazy and crazier every, every year, like on the social media, these bullshit workouts that people share. They're actually not doing these workouts. I believe that. And if I have to share my workouts on my story, they actually make no, no fucking sense. They make no sense for a lot of people. There are some workouts I do. I start with 100 kilo dips. Okay, okay. I go to the push-ups. I do 150 kilogram push-ups. Okay, then next I do 100 muscle-ups. After these muscle-ups, I go around five kilo kilometers. I've done this stuff. It makes no sense for people. But is that the best way to build muscle? You know, fuck off with the best way. There is no best way. That's the whole point I want to actually share with people. There is no best way. There's a best way for you. There might be a best way for you, but there's no general best way for everybody. There isn't. That's maybe the secret.
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this is maybe also the point of the of these interviews and this podcast because you see like Matthew sharing his advice, you see uh, an endurance athlete like Max True sharing his uh, his approach and advice. It depends on the the goals. It depends on the body type. It depends on um, on the lifestyle. You know, like some people are working night shift. Uh, some like they yes. they you know like there are so many things that can influence. Um, yeah. The, the 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 reason why this the work of of butter is like not not the the one that I should follow and um, this is like yeah I, I think you you brought it to the point I really yeah so this 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 um, for example somebody who works night shifts and who, and that guy has has found a way for uh, to make it work with night shifts with different shifts I I really would like to these people to show up and share their experience with other people because there are so many people who look uh, you look at ways they are still looking for ways to adjust their uh, training with work with getting uh, enough sleep everything but if you find find a way uh, please share it with people and really there, there are people so many people are still looking uh, like for me I have an office job I work administration um, for me, it's very flexible and it's very easy to go to my kitchen, kitchen, cook an egg. But if you don't work home or have a physical job and you burn 3000 calories, yeah, it's so much different than me sitting on this chair and doing my work. It's so much different. And, 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 and for example, somebody who works night shifts has an ectomorph body type. Like really skinny, don't 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 get weight easily. They don't gain weight easily. Night shifts, poor sleep, ectomorph body. <laughs> Man, all these things are so bad. You know, in in disadvantage uh, to build muscle. Then even for these people, there's hope. There are people who make it work. Maybe not the ideal way, but they make it work. So we have to find a way to make it work. And if, if you like getting sick of looking for something that works, then you might uh, have to take a different job, man. <laughs> maybe take a different job yeah. or move to a certain city where you can maybe sleep better or have a better lifestyle. I know it's, it's, it's easier because I live in the Netherlands. You have many more opportunities than maybe, I don't know, India, for example, you know, Mumbai or whatever. The, um, in India, maybe it's way harder to to get certain foods or to get this job. You know, we live in a Western society over here. Uh, you have yeah better opportunities than certain countries. So it's a big audience of mine uh, are from India, for example. If I tell them to eat this, to eat this, they can't get this that stuff from the supermarket. They just have basic stuff like, not everybody, I don't want to put everybody in one uh, bubble, but uh, I just see, observe, I see what happens. And uh, yeah, it's, it's very hard for some people to find, uh, and financially, uh, to find the right nutrition, what works for you. And uh, yeah, it's very challenging, challenging for a lot of people. We actually have it quite easy uh, in this, uh, and, and maybe in Germany too, in Netherlands. The supermarkets everywhere, uh, maybe not the best quality food, but uh, yeah, you can make it work. You walk to the supermarket, get a, get some bananas, blueberries, milk, and oatmeal. You have a great fucking meal. 
it beats every protein shake out there. Oatmeal, milk, uh, bananas, blueberry, boom, power, meal, yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's 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 actually uh, quite simple. The idea is simple, but it's hard actually to adjust and to uh, I'm saying make it work for yourself. That's hard. That's the hard part. But the idea is simple. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. So how would you describe your nutrition? Like, uh, do you eat, I think you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables or like, how can you describe it? Uh, I'm looking around, um, right now, right now what, what works, um, I, I gotta be honest. I'm kind of a cheater. Like mm -hmm. I cheat a lot. Mm -hmm. I eat donuts. I eat cookies. I eat all this stuff. I eat chocolate. I love chocolate, you know? Um, but, uh, It, it has effects on, on, uh, on my workouts, on my energy levels, everything. So when you look at it that way, you feel way better when you put good stuff in your engine, in your body. So what I eat, for example, what if I eat a breakfast? I, I eat uh, fruits. Uh, lately, I've been eating, uh, for me, it's fasting. So it's uh, my breakfast uh, actually is in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. My breakfast is in the afternoon, so oatmeal, blueberries, fruit, uh, or I start with eggs. Usually, it's oatmeal, fruits, or eggs. Eggs I combine with turkey. You know these uh, stuff you can buy in the in the supermarket. Turkey, uh, how do you say these uh, sliced turkey? Sliced yeah. turkey. Um, sometimes I eat sandwiches, just um, whole grain bread, usually. Uh, with sandwiches, I make it delicious with some sauce. Just fuck it, eat some nice sauce. You got to make it enjoyable. Come on, don't don't count these calories of sauce. Of course, you want to go next level. You have to count these. So, but I'm not a bodybuilder, and most people are not bodybuilders. So please eat normal. Put some sauce on your sandwich, turkey, whatever, good meal. Eat some fruits on that, tomatoes, tomatoes. I think the greatest the greatest advice I can give people. Uh, on nutrition is um, look for examples on YouTube. Look at people day of eating. Look at, look for these examples. Try to look in your supermarket. What is possible for me to eat every day? Just find a way. And um, or or uh, go get a coach who can help you in nutrition. Of course, that's that's. I would say if you have a good coach. Just invest in a coach. Your life will be way easier. And you will, somebody, a good coach, will give you the right knowledge about what works for you and stuff like that. But continually, after uh, afternoon, uh, I have breakfast. Uh, usually, almost every day, I have some kind of meat or fish. Usually meat now uh, because I just feel amazing and get strength from meat. I don't know. So many people can probably debunk that with with scientific knowledge, but just, just, just eat this meat, uh, salads, cucumber, celery, uh, lemon, uh, tomatoes, put it together. I have a salad, I have meat, and I have some carbs, maybe some bread. Uh, I would say you have this Lebanese bread, they uh, like flat bread, any kind of bread. Um, sometimes I have potatoes um, and uh, pasta, I like it. One thing I want to say is that when I eat home, I eat different than when I'm living alone. It's so it's so different because when I'm at home uh, at my parents, 
I just eat whatever they make. But I have to adjust the rest of the day on that on that meal because it can be whatever. It can be unhealthy too. Uh, on my page on Instagram, I have put, uh, I think, a nutrition uh, highlight and you see a lot of meals, meals, meals. And they look delicious and they are healthy. But it's just the spices you use to make, to give the color. Like plain rice, you can... You can make it the color. You can make it yellow. You can make it red with some with some stuff, and you 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 eat with your eye. You know what I mean. So plain rice, chicken, and broccoli. Yes, it works, but it's not realistic to eat that every day for many people. So you have to make it enjoyable. Um, nutrition is the hardest part for me to explain to people because it's subject subjective. 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 Um, it's not objective. It's not this is the best, this is the best, this is the best. There's not a way, the best way for everybody. So it's very subjective. I think nutrition, yeah, it's, it's so hard. It's still a learning process for me. If body, somebody asks, what do you eat? I can give this. It works for me, but it might not work for you. And then, yeah, you know, but as a coach, you can find a regular line what works for a lot of people and you can from there adjust what they like. You know, there's always a way to coach people, um, but a lot of people don't have the, the money to invest in a coach. There's a lot of money and they don't just don't want to invest in it. But I would say, yeah, please, please do. You can invest in, in a pair of uh, shoes of 300 euros, but not in your health. Okay, fine. Good luck. <laughs> But like, yeah, that's reality. People have so much uh, money. Uh, they, they have money, but they don't want to invest in the right things. It's same with everything. It's same with sleep. You know, you have time for like uh, four hours of screen time every day on your mobile phone, but you don't have time to sleep two hours more. So uh, it's like everything in life is about priority and focus and um, yeah, yeah, acting on, on your goals. Wow. Super, super cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, we're, we, we can slowly come to an end uh, of the interview. We have like uh, so many super interesting topics uh, covered. I could continue talking about these uh, for a long time uh, because, yeah, it's just uh, so many things you can take into consideration. So many um, just seeing the, the night shift guy, so many uh, cases you can go through and uh, talk about like special cases. Um, but maybe we can we can come back to to um, to these topics and uh, yeah like when people uh, put some comments underneath uh, which topic would be interesting for them to continue on we can uh, do a second episode um, yeah um, we always have some quick questions quick answers at the end of every interview uh, oh, yeah. so uh, yeah be prepared for uh, for a few ones uh, what's oh, your favorite food. Okay, I'm going for one thing I really, really enjoy after a heavy workout. Pasta with a lot of sauce, mix it, and uh, meat. Meat, just, uh, I would say minced meat or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a kind of uh, bolognese, like a spaghetti bolognese kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fre fresh tomatoes is even better. Like make yeah. sauce fresh tomatoes true yeah it's almost unbeatable that's true so no far. added sugar like uh good nutrition 
Yeah, it's great. Nice. Uh, are you more a dog or a cat person? <laughs> you know, a good friend of mine has a, the, one of the most famous dogs around is a Samoyed. It's a white one with a lot of uh, white fluffy hairs who looks like a bear a little bit. Okay. Uh, I really, really love that dog uh, and many more other dogs from my friends actually, but I will go with a cat. Okay. <laughs> no explanation. No, um, I don't know. I just, they're very selfish and you would say dogs are way more sweet, sweeter and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Cats are cleaner. Yeah. For having in a home, it's, it's, it's what, yeah, the, the, the stuff dogs put in the mouth. Uh, cats keep themselves clean, you know, Yeah, I go for cats. Okay, cool. Uh, what athletes inspire you? Right now or uh, back in the day? Right now. I have to call a name or what? Kind of, yeah. Because I want to go to the next level, actually, in strength, which is my focus now, it's insane to see Matthew dipping this insane numbers. I know it's possible for me. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of time I will get there. I just know. I'm already there on my mind. I'm already there. I can dream about it. That's insane. I visualize. I can adjust. I can. I know I get, I'm very strong in dips, for example, or pull-ups. I can get there. So I think it's great. I don't even follow him. That's, that's crazy. But I saw his podcast. I saw his numbers. I'm impressed. You know, I'm not not I'm not impressed a lot. I have to answer. That's because you're an athlete yourself. You're striving for the best. To get impressed, you have to say you have to see insane things to get impressed. So I think it's very inspiring to see humble, insanely strong athletes. I think I, I, what what do I see? I see the best athletes like insane numbers and insane. Uh, 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 how do you say? And same work, they show insane work and they are usually very humble, especially powerlifters, you know. Many powerlifters I meet, they're very humble, but they're so strong. And those people who talk, I think you can talk, but you have to prove yourself. There are many athletes in the, in the calisthenics game who have a little bit uh, of ego. I don't really like it. I don't think it's a great example. Um, staying too humble is is not good as well because I think it's good to be proud and show what you can and talk about yourself and your uh, achievements. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm gonna follow him <laughs> and uh, see what his life. He has an injury. I saw it even yeah. on a big uh, fitness page. You saw the, he ruptured his biceps. Uh, but right now, I think it's great to see his work. Uh, back in the day, uh, I was very inspired by Ivan Marchioli, his muscle-ups. Physique-wise, uh, it was back, uh, it was Lazar Novo Novovic from Bar Brothers, founder of Bar Brothers. Uh, Dujan, very inspiring. Um, they have been working for a long time, so it's, it's, it's great to learn from people from experience. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, and I think Adam Ra back in the day inspired me to do weighted calisthenics as well. Yeah, he's one of the OGs uh, too. 
but uh, I've, I've not really followed him for a long time. So I don't know what's up with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so something I want to add, like, I think it's uh, super difficult, uh, to be honest, to be an athlete and um, to perform on a really, really, really high level. Um, and to be, uh, because you need, and like the difference between, between an athlete and an influencer is quite high because you need, I think, different, different personality traits. Um, like uh, when you are an influencer, you have to talk into the camera a lot. You have to like show everything. You tend to uh, also um, be seen more, I don't know, uh, ego because you, you, you show everything, but this is kind of your job. So I, I, I to <clears throat> totally understand you, but through these interviews, I also learned that a lot of influencers um, who see their first role as an influencer, um, when you talk to them in, in such a conversation, they also they are also like really like us, but they need to be this like um, uh, how to say like outro energized, or, yeah, yeah, extrovert. they have to be energized yeah. and and yeah, it's 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 their living. Most of the influencers, their living, so their life literally depends on it. It's their yeah. job. So, uh, it's it's uh, kind of acting. Um, it might be very good for me to learn acting a little bit and mm -hmm. sales, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. can work way better than staying real, you know. I'm not going to say I'm real. I just am who I am. I show that and I've seen people respect that, uh, showing a different side than just working out and uh, oh, the beast to this and that, you know. Yeah, but it's true. It's also something that I really, really like and appreciate about the calisthenics scene is that everybody, like most of the people are really, really um, humble. They uh, love to share their, their advice. Also like you, um, you know, like uh, we didn't know each other first. We didn't have like a pre-talk or something. It was just um, jumping into the cold water with this interview. And it's like, uh, I, I never know what kind of person is ex like I'm expecting on the other side because um from the photos that you post like you look like a you look like a i don't know like just like somebody who is like so far ahead like uh you you present your physique somebody asked from the community was like i had to smile why are you always naked on your social media um but like uh, you know like it's it, you you people with a picture it's so hard to um, show your personality because I didn't know who I expect and I'm like totally positively surprised if I can already say, yeah. um, yeah. Um, why are you always naked? <laughs> <laughs> I, if you look at my page, I actually wear clothes, tank tops, <laughs> t-shirts, uh, long hoodies, everything. I wear it, mm. but these fuckers are haters. Yeah. They're haters. <laughs> and they, the, the only thing they can see when they see that. They don't see the hard work. They don't see the inspiration. They look, don't look at the comments. They see, why is this guy always naked? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, no offense to the guy, but uh, come on. It's, it's a perspective. You have to look. You know, whenever I see somebody on the street or whatever pictures, I see a good body, natural or not. I don't, yeah, sometimes I care, but usually not. There is... A lot of sacrifice uh, been done to achieve this level. That's it. There's been a lot of sacrifice, dedication, hard work, and uh, yeah, that's why that's why uh, these insane athletes are humble too. The 
yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's, I don't know, I, don't, I can't really explain, but uh, maybe because of this insane work, they get humbled. humbled. Yeah. They have been humbled before through a uh, uh, experience. Like I, I had to get humbled in some competitions by some strong uh, Russian guy, you know, I have to, I had to get humbled to get here. If I didn't get humbled, I might get maybe a bigger ego or whatever. I might get a huge ego and will not be good in the long term. It wouldn't be not good for a person being, you know. Sure. Cool. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite skill? Like from the really the skill arsenal that there is in, in calisthenics with front lever plant, etc. Is muscle up a skill? Uh, I will like, like later I will also ask you about your favorite exercise I think muscle up of course it's kind of a skill um, but yeah. let, let's stay with the kind of static skills with okay uh, static skill um, from I don't know man it's I, I <laughs> my roommate just just came in <laughs> roommate friends my friends came in <laughs> And he's a static beats, beast. And um, my front lever is super straight because of him. He knows how to train skills specifically. And uh, um, I would say I really enjoy a, lot, a really nice 10 second to 15 second uh, front lever, super straight. Um, having calves of 47 centimeters. You know, In combination. My, my, my front levers are weighted front levers, actually, you know. People don't know this, but the calves are a big, big point in calisthenics. But yeah. I'm not gonna go in that subject. It's for a different time. <laughs> yeah, we can make a calf episode, uh, which is weight on the the most uh, like heavy lever in 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 calisthenics when you do uh, front lever planche, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Favorite exercise. I would say weighted dips. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because it's it's the main compound movement for me. Mm -hmm. Where I get the most, uh, how do you say, um, energy from, motivation from. Uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. That the dip is my bench press. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's some people would say bench press because they really enjoy lifting the heavy stuff. But uh, for me, it's the way the dip. That's it. Yeah, it, cool. it used to be the muscle up. It used to be a muscle up, but now uh, I'm just going for so such a high number that uh, I'm just so addicted to weighted dips. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What's your goal with the weighted dip? Like, uh, what kg number do you have in, in mind when you're satisfied? I would uh, say I'm gonna I'm gonna get 160 very soon. 160 kilograms. Uh, my body weight is 88 kilogram. 88. 88. 89. 88. Wow. 89. I'm 177, so it's like Damn. very easy for my height. <laughs> Damn. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, weighted dips. Uh, what was the question again? Uh, what's your uh, goal for the weighted dip? Oh, yeah. Future goal? Yeah, I would say first goal on sixty. When I've done that, um, it's not even the limit. I believe so. I can go higher. It would be would be amazing to have numbers who are very hard to beat. As an all-round athlete, physique, endurance, skills, flexibility. Yeah, I look at all these things when I just 
look at athletes. When you focus just strength, I would say it's not super easy, but it's way easier than uh, doing everything. So an all-round athlete can still run, can still do this, you know, the daily stuff. But if you're just pure strength, you know, it's it's not, yeah, it's, it's way easier to just focus on one thing. That's mm-hmm. it. It's way easier. When you could do more things, I would believe uh, that uh, people, maybe not people, but more respect. I, I have more respect for somebody, especially calisthenics athlete who take legs seriously. I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just a complete, it's your build, you know, your legs is 50% of your body and uh, just train them, okay? Just train them, do whatever. Just train them and uh, don't skip them. Uh, I have many more respect for people who just look at at, at the whole complete uh, thing. Yeah. Do you make an excuse for freestyle, or are you somebody who doesn't like freestyle at all because like legs are not a not not a role at all at all? Legs play a role in almost everything in calisthenics. Maybe push-ups they don't. But um, every pulling movement, every static, legs to really make make a difference in how hard something gets. Um, I'm used to having heavy, heavier legs. Yeah, maybe not super tall or long, but they are heavy from the beginning. So I got used. That's why for me it's easier to say that it's possible than somebody who who've built bigger bigger legs throughout. Uh, throughout uh, the years you know mm-hmm. my legs didn't really grow in size they just got more defined and stronger uh but uh, yeah yeah I, i i don't know better you know i've been heavy all my life and and they have been big uh all my life so in freestyle um so can we make an excuse on freestyle on legs no fuck off no no excuses train your legs <laughs> okay yeah train your legs fuck off Okay. So relax, come on. Or maybe it's even a split or whatever, you know, stre- static stretching, train them. Okay. Yeah. That's Thank it. you. Uh, yeah, p- pull or push? Push. Push. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Oh, did somebody ask this? No, no, it's like the, the quick questions that I always oh, ask okay. at the end. Okay. <laughs> oh fuck this one this one uh, movie it's a it's a mafia movie i really liked it um it's not godfathers but it's the it's the other one with the with the guy who moves the meat uh and is in a drugs car oh man so bad it's this stuff i don't watch a lot of movies but i have some favorites i like the revenant i like batman the first one the latest one i i don't really like I like the the old Batman. It's very motivating to see this guy. You know, he's well well built, successful superhero. Uh, Batman. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's a very hard question for me. It's okay. I think yeah. the Revenant and Batman are good movies. Yeah, and I think it, it fits your scheme of um, competition, competition like oriented and uh, like um, just just this mindset of of not quitting. Um, I, 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 yeah just my my thoughts uh spoken out <laughs> uh what's the the uh yeah your favorite your favorite music genre what music do you listen to uh 
you have these Spotify uh, things where you can see what's the most listened number. I would say it would go to uh, R&B hip hop, but I have moments with a lot of uh, trance music. Uh, what, what's this this kind of style Ziz always listens? Maybe hard style, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Ziz, Ziz yeah. bra. Yeah. Um, nice. What's the best calisthenics event you've been at so far? Actually, one of my greatest, most enjoyable was the one in uh, Berlin. Oh. I competed. I didn't get first three places because I was a beginner back in the day. My example was Ivan, in Ivan Marcioli in competing, but it was calisthenics in Bremen. It was this park, uh, uh, no. No, was it Bremen or no, Berlin? It was in Berlin. Yeah, it was in Berlin. Mm-hmm. I uh, think the Kali Games, I guess. What was it Kali Games? It's a good thing, but I, I had like uh, 30 squats uh, with 100 kilograms without training. Wow. Uh, I came, I was f- fourth place actually with, with the legend Ivan Marchioli and some other German strong dude. I'm going to pass him, no problem, but uh, mm. he was on the place uh, on the, the podium too. Um, but a uh, very big guy, I don't know, uh, some guy from Germany, very strong guy, mm-hmm. and some other dude as well. But uh, when I saw them on the podium, I was like, yeah, just give me some years and I will be uh, there too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my favorite one uh, because it, it taught me a lesson that uh, I was actually afraid uh, to compete uh, because I, I felt like I wasn't ready, but I was already insanely strong. But somebody had to tell me, Ivan told me, I see potential, please do something with it. If you if you don't do it, you're kind of wasting um, opportunities maybe or chances to learn. So he, he taught me um, certain things about comp- competing and uh, so far it, it brings the best out of me. So these challenging events, uh, I get very, very exciting and motivating uh, motivated when I join these competitions. Very, I get so strong in the competitions. I get nervous, but very good nervous. So I get pumped actually. So it's a very good advantage for me to compete. Why? When I see these people, I get certain good pressure to com- to get stronger, to compete even better. And some guys, they have they have their training. They get ten muscle muscle ups, for example. They compete, they get six or seven. Why? They're nervous. They rush into the, uh, uh, the sets and the reps and they're, they're uh, not getting the 10 or even more. For me, it's the opposite. I usually get more in competition than my training. Yeah. I get so much energy from these people. You're surrounded by the people you need, actually. Everyone is doing the same over there, but just in, a, in their own way. Yeah. Well, nice. Um, I'm, I just realized, like, uh, because you also talked uh, so much about Ivan, uh, who was also who also played a big role in in yeah. our brand history, because he was kind of the the first big supporter that we had uh, of our brand. Uh, he was the the first guy uh, repping the Never Give Up Only Pull Up shirt, and uh, yeah, like. Uh, and I was like, I still, I will never forget the situation in Bremen where I never sold a shirt before in my life, just to, just to friends in school who wanted to support the, the, the first shirt. Um, 
and he was the, I want to gift him a shirt. I want to say here, yeah, here, I really admire you. Yeah, yeah, I would love to to give you this shirt as a gift. And he wants to pay for it. And he didn't he didn't stop like saying, yeah, uh, man, I want to pay for the shirt. How much do you get from me? And I was yeah, like, so funny. He, he is yeah. like this. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like so stunned. Uh, imagine like he was the 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 god, you know. Like he had he was like the the calisthenics guy back then for muscle ups. Everybody know, knew him. So um, yeah, this is why I have to smile that uh, Ivan is like also played such a big role and saw the potential in you. So uh, so much other athletes as well. People have never seen muscle ups in their life, and Ivan. I would say millions of people actually have seen a muscle up in their life because of him. Yeah. He was literally the starter of muscle up, maybe not the founder, but he was one of the first ever online seeing muscle ups. Yeah. Like I think muscle ups are literally an art of seeing when you see him. True. It's, it's, it's just insane. Nobody beats him. Everybody can discuss, but nobody beats the beauty of his muscle up because he's 190 centimeters and he just flows like it's just natural, as if it's natural. And of course, you have some other strong athletes upcoming, and you have people who do 40, 50 kilogram muscle ups. I don't care. Nobody um, gets close to Ivan the way he does it in the amount he does it. So people can do three or two like him, but not 20. He does 20 like the first rep. It's insane. I think he's he just, just found his strength and he's been doing it and focusing. He is still the champion muscle ups. I hope he makes a comeback. Ivan, if you see this, <laughs> make a comeback. But uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's insane how much people are inspired with muscle ups. Sure. Really, really nice. I uh, really enjoyed this interview. Last question to you. Uh, what's your message to the calisthenics community? What uh, is something that you want to tell the listeners after all this useful advice about your routine, about your life? Um, if you're afraid to start, don't be. Don't be afraid. Make the step. Go to the park. Don't be afraid to, to talk to people and ask questions. That's, that's, a, that's a big advice. I used to be so alone and Google and uh, use Google for my only information, but please ask around, send DMs to people if you have questions. Just gather information, uh, adapt to your own uh, uh, and see how far you, uh, you can get with that. And uh, just don't give up uh, on the first day or the first week if you don't get results. Uh, stay consistent and uh, yeah, never give up. Nice. Thanks a lot for this interview. Um, yeah, how can people get in touch with you? How can they find you? Do you offer some uh, some coaching, something like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Bother VDS. Um, uh, on Instagram is my main channel. Um, that's the biggest audience I got. I'm mainly active on Instagram. So Instagram, YouTube. Um, yeah, that's it. So uh, I will be more active on YouTube very soon. Uh, but Instagram, to stay up to date, you can always message me and uh, see if I can help you. I do offer coaching, but I'm in preparation for some competitions. So that's main priority with working 40 hours a week. Uh, so yeah, um, it's very hard to coach more clients than I do right now. But you can always see 
maybe you're an experienced athlete. I really enjoy uh, working with experienced athletes. I get very energized to see progress on them. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. We will link all the social medias in the description. So, uh, yeah. Thanks to everyone listening to this till the end. Uh, I really appreciate everyone uh, listening to such a long interview, but I think it was fully packed with uh, useful advice. So um, yeah, first big thank you goes to really to you, Badradin. It was really uh, an honor to talk to you. Uh, it went, went like super, super well. And I learned a lot for myself as well and got inspired. So I'm going to head to the, to the workout now directly uh, after this, uh, being fully pumped. And uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for your time. Yeah, kill your workout. Thanks a lot. And uh, hopefully till the next time. Hopefully, yes. I, so if you have any further questions, leave them in the description. I think it would really be interesting to dive deep into one uh, specific topic after, after this one. So yeah, thank yes. you. Thank you.